0: This is 400 Plus. I'm Mark Sims. My guest is Siron Smith. Siron Smith is the founder of the National Block Club University. How are you, Mr. Smith?
1: Well, Mark, every day, man, it's grateful and a blessing to be in the land of the living, doing the work. So um, I appreciate you and uh, all the years of us working together.
0: Now, you're always good. Good guest, good company, which is always good. Now, Siron Smith, you are an organizer organizer and organizer okay.
1: uh, why are you uh
0: why are you organizing man
1: well, well I, I, if we can add i'm a strategist and organizer because i do think they bring something different to the table um the organizing part is just going out there engaging people and lining them up for whatever the mission is whereas the strategist to me is the thinker that thinks outside the box and um you know anticipates where the uh, adverse energy will come from to mitigate it. So I think I do both of those. So I'm a strategist and organizer, Mark.
0: Okay. Now who do you organize and what's the point? What, what are we try? what are we doing here, Cyrus Smith? You trying to change the world, save the children?
1: Oh yeah. We definitely think we can change the world. No doubt about it. Uh, and it's all about what's been done to black people and African people. And, um, what we continue to see when we see the murders happening across urban America. And we feel like we right there where we're going to see this mitigation of that because black people will be assuming a rightful place and they would know the right formation to get in so we can execute uh, seamlessly, you know, without that much stress.
0: But Simon Smith, uh, your National Black Club University, uh, are you really making an impact? Seriously, are you really making an impact?
1: So that question is one that uh, I will push back and challenge you on because there's 86,400 seconds every day. Uh, Suicide is real. And all it takes is a couple of seconds for someone to end their life. And so when people ask that question, are you having impact? uh, Are you saying that a person that you're able to talk out of pulling the trigger uh, that those couple of seconds don't matter? That's a life changing impact, but it's not going to make the news. It's not going to be on TV. So what I love to answer to that question when people ask that question is, as long as you're a positive, constructive, caring person, you're having impact in this society. Now, what I do is at a different level than that, but anyone that's positive, that's constructive and trying to help other people, you're having impact. Don't let the grant seekers tell you otherwise. They want the numbers and all yeah, that. But stuff. Let me that's ask the question
0: a, again. I do a little podcast I, and, and I don't have by, right now I only got 600 some I don't have 700 followers on Twitter. So I know I'm not making a huge impact. See, but are, I disagree. But, are, but, are, with are, you, but I'm saying let's say, we say it again. Are, is the time, National Mark? Black Club University all, I mean, we're, we're friends so this is fun. Are you really <laughs> making an impact? Just answer the question. Are you making an impact?
1: Hell yeah. So now what? I said, but what, hell but what, yeah. what is yeah! But what is that? What does
0: that mean? I mean, I mean, seriously, because like I said, and I'm a talker. I let's just, just talk I was on a podcast. To
1: describe it, Mark. It, it was what I was trying to say. At the end of the day, Mark, people are going through things in life and people need. We just talked about loneliness. All right. So when we talk about impact, impact at what level? You talking about local impact, national impact, global impact. You're talking about gender impact. Like it's so many, but impact is such a broad term. Yes, we may have an impact. I don't think that's the real question. The question is, are you going to be able to see tangible changes in the black community? That's a tougher question that I love to answer that.
0: <laughs> well, well, we'll get to that maybe later on or some other podcast. I'll, I'll watch you watching you on social media. Uh, tell the story to the listeners again. Tell the story. I mean, tell the story. <laughs> You're on the West Side. Tell the story about the West Side.
1: So every Tuesday is our uh, West Side Day. So four Tuesdays a month. So I'm out west and Chicago Avenue, for those who know about uh the city of Chicago, Madison, Chicago, Jackson, Madison, Chicago Avenue is uh is historic on the west side of Chicago. So Chicago Avenue is especially between Orr High School, Pulaski and Kedzie. it is very, very challenging. You mean, I mean. Twenty people on each corner, type you know, hanging out. You know the shootings, the beatings, you name it, goes down. So it was. Uh, I want to say it was like eleven o'clock, could be twelve. But we out there organizing, engaging people, talking to them, and the shootout starts. And <laughs> I gotta admit, I didn't jump too quickly either because the 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 gunshots didn't sound more immediate. But I did end the conversation with the person so we could seek shelter. And the other people kept on going. Once they identified it wasn't directly bullets coming that that way, they kept on operating. And we saw the car backing up our way. That's when we said, okay, it's time to move on. Because whether that car is the shooter car or not, the people shooting at that car could be running behind them. So that's when we moved on. But in my post-analysis, as I thought about it, I say it took me back to my Cabrini Green days back in the 80s when uh, they whistled before they started shooting to give you a little time to get, get home and seek shelter before they started shooting. And then when they started shooting, people went on with their day because they knew where they were shooting at. So that was over there, not over here. So it just took me back 30 years ago. That's all.
0: But, but the thing about it, people, you were saying, as I remember your, your, your dissertation, that people are so used to the drama it didn't really They it was like okay we see this every day big deal they're shooting
1: my guy was on his porch he was he was talking <laughs> the shooting happened he looked so I wasn't coming at him he kept on laughing and joking I said well he ain't worried <laughs> let me not be worried <laughs> so, so it's really sad it ain't it's not funny it's sad but you know black people I experienced we had to laugh and keep from crying anyway so that's what it boiled down to
0: well, whether you're City see Chicago, you know, a suburb or a rural area, uh, you know, uh, there's going to be some issues, especially if you have lower income people, no matter who they are. Uh, um, how, so, Cyron Smith, man, I, I always love to ask the question because I'm obsessed with it. Do you think we're going to see when will we see a dramatic reduction in crime here in the uh, city of Chicago?
1: By, by Labor Day this year, by Labor Day this year.
0: And what is what? OK, what do you how do you how do you uh what do you assess? So what do you mean by I know what I mean by a dramatic reduction? What do you mean by a dramatic reduction?
1: Well, I, I mean, I don't count the numbers, but this I put it to you this way right now. There's no response to the powder keg in 20 black zip codes in Chicago. We have literally ticking time bombs in our people that can go from zero to 10 at any moment. All right. So therefore, we can anticipate and expect. Bloodbath, right? What I'm saying is, very, very soon we have 37 days between Memorial Day and Fourth of July, 63 days between Fourth uh, uh, of July and Labor Day. So within that time frame, it's certain mitigation things that we can do to take the contamination out of our ticking time bombs, so they don't explode and shoot you for jumping in front of them in the car, shoot you for looking at them, eyeballing them. These contaminated spirits have to be decontaminated so that they don't tick and tuck and blow up. So that's what I mean specifically on how we're going to be able to uh, make Chicago safer uh, this summer.
0: And you think your National Block Club University is going to have some impact?
1: Forget the organization. I think our concept and strategies are going to have impact because every zip code has a gang of organizations doing good stuff. The problem is it's not in formation so even the geese fly in a v formation to get have more endurance so we just got to get all of our structures out here doing good in the right formation and then they're going to see more endurance they're going to see more results so it's all about the formation even a man walking with a woman know a formation you be closer to the curb why because you can protect that woman better You have more flexibility if a threat comes and and you got more power being on the outside. So we just got to get black Chicago in the right formation and things are going to be way, way safer and better.
0: Uh, Cyron Smith, thanks for being on the program. I can't thank you, enough as always. But leave the leave the audience with a little uh, inspiration because they I don't think they fully understand. I shouldn't say I don't think they understand all what you do. So explain it. I mean, just give my inspiration that what you're doing, what your organizing efforts are going to help reduce the crime here in Chicago. Give us some. Well, uh, well some if I could. Now, Go we've ahead. got connected connect
1: with Israel Adonijay, former Bears defensive end, um, who has created a, an amazing structure that mirrors what we do. But they do the same thing at the high level. So when you match what Israel Adonijah's group, the fabric brand Impact House is doing who deals with millionaires and affluent people, when you merge that with us, who's at the grassroots level where these bullets are flying, you can't help but be optimistic about what this summer is going to bring. And so I'm on cloud nine, despite the fact that we still had 20-some people shot this weekend. What I always say to the current murder that's happening is these are the growing pains. These are the birth pains we're dealing with now. But when, when this baby is born, it's gonna be a joyous life. So we going through this now, we've been going through it. These pains are just temporary. We're gonna get to a better place uh, in the next 90 days in Chicago.